Hi, my name is Roxy, and you might be wondering why I'm lying on the floor of the biggest hotel in Texas, the Clarion Hotel. I'm not unconscious, but I want them to believe I am. You see, my mom died from a strange illness when I was just 13. The only thing she left was a tiny apartment in Texas and her ginger cat, Moose. I had never met my dad. He never loved us. That's why he left. At least, that's what my mom said. So when she died, it was just me and Moose. As tragic as it sounds, we were okay. The landlady, Mrs. Poppins, let us stay for free, but I had to leave as soon as I turned 18. I had no intention of burdening her further, so I turned to the restaurant across the street for food. My big brown puppy eyes had worked on Jim the waiter, and he would pack some food for me and Moose. Jim was in college and needed the job to pay for tuition fees. He was kind and sweet, and I vowed that one day I would repay him. But wait, before I go on, I have a huge announcement to make. Storytime Animated is doing a massive giveaway for our awesome viewers. This week, we'll be giving away, drumroll please, an Apple laptop. If you want a chance at winning, you must be subscribed to the channel, like this video, and share this video with three friends. Then, lastly, leave a comment below on how long have you been watching us? That's all. Check the description for more information. And now, back to the story. Once I turned 16, Jim formally introduced me to the manager, and I began cleaning the floors in exchange for food. The manager liked the deal since he didn't have to pay me. Two years passed and my life remained pretty much the same, but one day, everything came crashing down like a pile of cards. I had taken an afternoon nap on the couch with Moose when my alarm went off. Half awake, I sat up and checked the time. It was 6.30. OMG! I yelled, waking Moose up. I was already 30 minutes late for my shift. I nearly knocked over the table in a hurry to leave. My mind raced as I hurried off to cross the street. Oh no, why did I sleep? I'll be in so much trouble. Just when I was about to cross, an old lady with hair as white as snow asked me to help her cross. I noticed that her cane was very shiny and pretty. It almost looked like gold. Even though I was late, I couldn't say no. I agreed and held on to her left hand. All the cars stopped when we started crossing. She, on the other hand, took strides as small as a toddler's. And I could swear we took 10 minutes to cross the street. She didn't let go of my hand after we had crossed. In fact, her grip became firmer. That's when she placed something in my hand. It was a ring, plain and silver just like the ones they sold in Walmart. My child, you have a kind heart. Let me repay you for helping me today. She paused to take a deep breath. Take this ring and get married to whoever you want. I stared at the ring for a couple of seconds, and when I looked up, she was gone. The restaurant was a few meters away. I put on the ring and ran in through the back door. The manager was there, waiting for me with a stern look. Behind him was Jim. He looked very subdued. Why are you late? The manager snapped. My eyes welled up. Do you know what time it is? The yelling reminded me so much of my mom. She had always been stern with me. I've been so nice to you. Is this how you repay me? Get out and never come back. I looked up to see Jim Mouse. I'm sorry to me. Even if he tried, there wasn't much he could do. He was only a waiter. I went back home and cried myself to sleep. My life was over. I had no job, no way to get food, and my 18th birthday was approaching so I'd be homeless too. No, this is not how my story goes. 
And just like that, something snapped in me. I do whatever it takes to be rich and successful. So I got up early the next morning to look for work. That's when I saw the sign written in bold. Cleaning ladies needed at the Clarion Hotel. I wasted no time and walked as fast as I could. When I reached the entrance, I found a line that seemed to go on forever. I wasn't the only one in need of a job. At the end of the day, I got the job among 10 others. It was a big hotel after all. Finally, the sky didn't seem as dark anymore. Two weeks after I began working, I heard rumors from Janet the gardener that the CEO's son, Jake, was in town. She went on and on about how handsome he was. Can you imagine marrying him? Her words echoed in my head. If I married him, I wouldn't have to suffer anymore. I would live like a queen. But what would make a guy like him look at a girl like me? My clothes were too plain, and I had no money to buy better ones. I looked like the cleaner I was. Suddenly, I remembered the old lady's ring. I had gotten so used to it that I barely noticed it anymore. Could it be what I needed? When I woke up the next day, I did what I had never done before. Makeup. Well, that's if lipstick counts. It was my mother's, and I had been saving it for a special occasion. One look in the mirror and I was set. Sure, there wasn't much difference, but I looked prettier. I walked to work and just when I was about to get the cleaning supplies, a car pulled up. It was the latest Mercedes in matte black. I had never seen one of those before. The driver stepped out to open the back door, and a young man came out. He was wearing a navy blue suit and black sunglasses. He looked more like a movie star than the son of a CEO. I almost drooled at the sight of him. That's when I realized he was walking towards me. I froze and did the first thing that came into my head. I fell and fainted. So there I was, lying on the floor, unconscious. I heard footsteps around me and the sweet smell of cologne. My prince had come to take me. I peeked through my eye and saw that it was him. He looked even better up close. Um, is she okay? I could only make out the silhouette of a man next to him. I am now, I replied in my head, trying hard not to smile. Make sure she's alright. He was leaving. I had to act quick. I jolted up and grabbed his hand before he left. Wait! Suddenly, he turned like he was seeing me for the first time. And before I could say anything, he got on one knee. I pinched myself because how was this happening? Just then, I saw the ring glow. It had turned from silver to gold. I was beyond myself when Jake announced that I was now his fiance. I went to his office with him, and he poured me a cup of coffee, right before he excused himself. He had a few matters to attend to. Word got out quickly, and before I could finish my first ever cappuccino, there was a loud knock on the door. I put my coffee down and opened it. At the other side of the door stood a blonde woman in the highest heels I've ever seen. Her makeup was fully done, and her dress looked like it came from the little girl section. Before I could take her in, I was met with a hot slap that sent me stumbling back. For a few seconds, all I saw were stars. How dare you try and steal my boyfriend? Of course he had a girlfriend. Why didn't I think of that? But she was too late. I had already won the war. I'm sorry. Who are you again? I asked, feigning ignorance. I wasn't going to let anyone take this from me. I'm his girlfriend. Was his girlfriend? Honey, I'm his fiance. And if you don't leave on your own... I'll have to call security. She couldn't tell, but I was trembling inside. The slap had caught me off guard, but I was a good actress. All those hours I had spent watching soap operas with mom were paying off. In a fit of rage, she turned and left. Had she stayed any longer, she might have seen through my brave facade. Jake could do better than that. 
Maybe I had done him a favor after all. After a few days, Jake bought me the latest iPhone and a mansion with an indoor pool. I was over the moon. But soon enough, the excitement wore out. I had everything I had ever wanted, but I wasn't happy. I felt sorry for lying to him, but I promised myself to make up for it by being a good wife to him. And maybe we would grow to truly love each other. Jake called in that evening and asked me to get dressed. He said he would send an evening dress my way and pick me up in an hour's time. True to his word, the dress came 30 minutes after the call. It was a long black Louis Vuitton dress with a bare back, similar to the ones worn on the red carpet. If someone had flashed the dress before me a month ago, I would probably have traded it for a kidney. But now I dreaded looking at it. This wasn't right. I made up my mind to come clean during dinner. Only then would I have peace. I took a quick bath, put on the dress, and put my hair in a bun. My breath caught when I looked in the mirror. I looked just like my mom. Luckily, Jake arrived just in time and I held back the tears that were threatening to fall. We drove for 10 minutes, and not surprisingly, we stopped at the Clarion Hotel. It was the best, after all. The hotel had been decorated in purple and pink balloons. I had a feeling it was Jake's doing that only made me feel more guilty. Our table was set next to the window, and the view from the third floor was breathtaking. As soon as we sat down, I turned to face him. Jake, I, um, I have to tell you something. Before I could continue, I was interrupted by a strange man. I had seen him on the way in, and he just kept staring at me. Maggie, is that you? The closer he came, the more uncomfortable I felt. Why had he called me my mom's name? Jake turned his head and smiled acknowledgingly. Hey dad, this is Roxy, the girl I told you about. Roxy, do you know anyone called Margaret? Why are you asking about my mother? Who are you? My voice trembled under my breath. I'm Ray, and I think I'm your father. My world stood still for a moment, then shattered like glass. No, no, no. There is no stopping the tears from falling. I have no father. I yelled as I ran out. I had to leave immediately. I could barely see. My eyes were stinging with tears. Roxy, wait! Ray ran after me. Let me explain myself. I shrugged, giving him the go-ahead. We spent the next hour on the pavement as I listened to his side of the story. Mom had never told him of my existence. They had split up before I was born. It hurt that Mom had lied about him, but a big part of me was relieved that I hadn't been abandoned. He continued telling me how shocked he was when he'd seen me. He thought I was my mother. I told him what happened to her, and we hugged it out. Ray talked about how he moved overseas after the breakup, and that's where he adopted Jake the same year. When I looked into his eyes, I knew he was telling the truth. They were the same chocolate brown as mine. We really were family. So Jake is my half-brother now, huh? I said awkwardly. I guess so. He replied, scratching his head. Don't worry, Dad. Um, sir, it's nothing. I reassured him. I took off the ring and just like that, the spell was broken. You can call me Dad, if you want. Okay, Dad. I replied as we hugged once more. The ring hadn't brought me Prince Charming, but it had brought me my dad. And for me, that was enough.